First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long fucking time, and I've been working on it for a while. I'm popping in real quick just to tell you that I recorded a good chunk of this episode a few days ago, and I did not realize that... I wasn't recording the audio. So for the first 25-ish minutes, the audio is going to be shit. I'm not going to re-record it, though, because it came from the heart. (laughs) And it was just like, I can't re-say advice and things for a second time, but make it sound like it was for the first time. Like I could, I can, I can do that. But I don't want to. Like, I don't want to be fake and be like, take two. So just suck it up. I'm going to suck it up too. It's going to sound bad for a little while. But then it's going to sound fine. So just listen. Black, black, love to dance to the songs in my feet. Envy, paint the world, pussy, paint food like the soul I crowned. And we'll leave it there before I continue to embarrass myself. Hello, everyone. Welcome back or welcome to I Don't Care the Podcast. I'm your girl, Alexia Stefano, and this is the last episode of 2023. That's right. We have, on average, 52 episodes that were put out this year alone. A full year and a half of me sitting here in this area podcasting for you guys. That is very exciting. That is very thrilling. Now, I've got somewhere to be at 9 o'clock, and it is 8.12 right now. So there is a chance that I stop this at some point and then you see me or hear me at a different date to wrap up. Um, so we're just going to do what we can do. And if time fails, then time fails. And that's okay. But what we have on the itinerary for today is, of course, our listen bitch affirmation advice segment. And then I am going to tell you guys my 2024 New Year's resolutions. Plus, I am going to also share my hopes for 2024. The thing was, I didn't want to do just a bunch of resolutions for myself because when you have so many, it's harder to know where to start and it's harder to know to just get it done. So I was like, okay, if I have like seven, eight that I really want to achieve, then I can focus the year on those seven and eight, seven, eight New Year's resolutions. But I can have more hopes and desires for the year as as well um, that are maybe more difficult to achieve than a resolution would be that take more time or maybe the hope is just to like start in 2024 um, and get to a comfortable place with something like that. But I'm excited to get into all of that with you guys in a bit. But right now, I am actually going to put a timer on my phone at to stop, to tell me to stop talking. What time should I stop talking? Okay, let's Tell me to stop talking at 8.45. And then that gives me 15 minutes to get there plus mouthwash. Mm, And get my dog. Yeah, I'll figure it out. This is a me problem, not a you guys problem. Let's get into our affirmations of the day. And also, guys, can you believe I'm going out at this hour? So unlike me. Okay, it's nighttime, not, it's, 
it's not 8 14 in the morning fuck if you thought I was up that early getting ready to go out and also look cute it's not, I'm not for that listen bitch your worth is not tied to your productivity yeah I'm just thinking about what this means for me but also what they were trying to mean by it if I, if I had to take a while no your productivity would be to me what you do with your time like what you do with it not punctuality but what you actually do with the time that you have did you create something did you write something did you proactively use the time that you had I would think and then you need to understand that whatever it is that you dedicate your time to do is not linked to your worth also if you have a goal and you did not achieve the goal in a in a manner that you wanted to that doesn't make you less than it just means maybe you have to find a new strategy come up with a different method but worth self self worth is the word self is the hardest word for me to say self self i don't know why it's so difficult but i always i always trip up when i'm saying it so i usually just say self worth like i say it really fast but your self worth is not attached really to anything other than what you yourself deem for you i deem myself to be very worthy of the happiness and the lifestyle that I want for myself. I deem myself very worthy of a partner who is loving and amazing and compatible with me. I am very worthy of financial freedom, financial independence, financial abundance. Okay, I can't stop looking at myself because you know when you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my god, I look so good, and then you look at your phone and you're like, ah, I look like shit. I'm having that right now, but with the camera. I swear I looked good, but now I'm looking at myself, talk about self-worth, here I am, shitting on myself, and I don't look as good as I swear I thought I looked. I'm just, I'm just a little, I'm just a little confused. Let me look at myself in the phone. Like, I see all my my hairs coming up that I need to fix. Guys. It doesn't really even matter because I'm just meeting up with some old friends. But I, I just thought I looked better than how I look. That's a little upsetting, but it is what it is. What was I saying? My self-worth. I, you know, I have done things that I am not fully proud of. That doesn't mean my worth should go down. I have done things that I am extremely proud of. That does mean that my worth can go up. The thing about dictating your own worth is you make up the rules. You decide for yourself what you are worth. And a lot of the time, people choose to feel like they shouldn't deserve happiness or love or that their worth is just low. Because they feel or they let other people decide for them. That's common. That is something that I see all the time. 
you let other people in too much. You let their words affect you too much. And I do this too. I let people in. But then I remember to push you the fuck out. Because at the end of the day, the thing that truly matters is my interpretation of myself. The way the people around me, the ones that I love and let in, how they view me. And remembering and reminding myself as much as possible that I am enough, that I am worthy, that I am capable, that I am talented, that I am a money magnet, that I am this, that I am that. We have the power to control our own minds. If you are sick and tired of being sick and tired and you want fulfillment and you want happiness and you want love and you want talent and you want the life that you dreamed of, you, you have the power to do that for yourself. You have the brain, the mind, the talent, the soul, the heart to do it. So stop letting other people tell you that you can't, that you shouldn't, that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy enough, that you're not this, that you're not that, because you are everything and more that you want to be. I am just tired of self-deprecation. Why? You have the choice. You can decide to love yourself or hate yourself. And I don't know why. I think it's because it's easier. People constantly choose to hate on yourself. When the body you have, when the brain you have, when when the, the soul you, you have is perfect, is great, it works fine, it functions properly, you are amazing. See it. See it for yourself. See it. And it is frustrating, especially when you see someone so magical and majestic and you're just like, wow, that is everything that a human should be. And then they hate on themselves. You're like, what? If you are what I think is perfection, then I am in the shitter. But I'm not in the shitter. You know why? Because I choose to love myself. And it is a choice that is hard, and it is a choice that sometimes you forget about. A hundred percent. Sometimes you think your worth is attached to something that it's not. Sometimes you think that you are the ugliest person in the room. Sometimes you think that you are the most unfunny, most unlikable person. But how do you feel most of the time? Now, for me, I don't always feel like I'm the most liked in the room. I actually always feel like I am the least liked in the room. Not because I don't like myself, but because I know that my personality is a lot. And people tend to... disagree with personalities like mine and you know this isn't a cliche thing people with big personalities like my own people with flamboyant um personalities and big voices we say this shit all the time and it is so nice to hear from other people especially people that I look up to when they say what I just said they feel that too I am either loved or hated. That's just how it is for me. And when I think people don't like me, yeah, I spiral. And I have those feelings that everyone has because I'm human. And I am like everyone else. Obviously. But then I am able to realize that, hey, I am also cool. I am also funny from time to time. I am also talented and pretty and loyal and trustworthy. And if people want to view me a certain way or paint me in a certain way, 
that's fine. In fact, I encourage you to do that. I say all the time when someone says to me, you're selfish, or you're disrespectful, or you're um, whatever, whatever people want to shit on me for, you're close-minded. Bitch, I'm the most open-minded person I know. When I close my mind, it's because shit is ridiculous, okay? <laughs> Besides the point, when people say to me hateful things, I always say, that's fine, think whatever you want to think of me. Whatever. Whatever. Say whatever you want, think of me however you want, that's fine. Because it is fine. Because I know that what they're saying is not true. Because they didn't give me the time of, uh, of day to understand where I came from or they don't know who I am at the core of it. So it is fine. It is fine if you want to view me however you want to view me. Would I love everyone to love me? Yeah, 100%. It would make my life so much easier. It would make me way more confident. It would, it would solve a lot of things. It's also humbling to have people shit on you. But it is a challenge. And the challenge is letting what they say be heard by myself, but instead of absorbing it and taking it to heart, the challenge is letting it go and knowing it's not true. That is the challenge. That is the difficult part. And I am quite proud of myself for the progress and the ability I have to not let something bother me. And it takes a lot for things to actually bother me. And yeah, something smaller can bother me for a couple days. But then I'm able to let it go and hold no resentment towards it. It is when something bothers you for such a long time and you hold resentment and you share that resentment to other people. That is when things become a problem. That is when your self-worth starts to crumble or waver or, you know, deserve to be shredded. Not always. And if you shred your worth, it's your responsibility to rebuild it. I just think that we need to, and this is me, I need to be less judgmental. We all need to be less, less judgmental of ourselves, of other people, and just embrace that we are all unique, that we are all one of a kind, and that we are all just trying to figure out the fucking world. And some of us are younger and some of us are older. But one thing is for sure, that the world is never figured out. And so we will spend our whole lives changing, evolving, or, or maybe getting worse because we're trying a new thing and maybe that new thing that we're trying out isn't right but we just needed to try it to know. So, last year, I was in such a low place mentally and the beginning of the year was tough for me as well. You know, the Christmas time, the holiday season is always difficult for me because of just certain circumstances that, that make it hard for me. And every year I try to get better and try to put my feelings aside and try to be okay through it all. And I do, and I make it out. But I am usually the most antsy, easily bothered during this time. So be careful. I'm just kidding. It's just like, um, I, I have buttons that when people press them, you don't have to push that hard to, for me to get annoyed. That's always, that's just me. I have zero patience. I get 
frustrated and mad very easily and that doesn't bother me it doesn't really bother me that my temper is hot so I don't know where I was going with that but just so you guys know I have a hot temper I know you can't tell I'm just kidding you you guys can definitely tell and with that I'm gonna go I, the episode isn't over. It's just beginning. But I right now have to go. So, future Alexia, come on in. Alrighty, I am back to good, could, okay, so that's the thing is, like, if you're watching, the audio is back to being great, but now I look like shit again. So, it is what it is. Look, today is Boxing Day. It's December 26th. And we go to bed late, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, like late for me, like two o'clock late, like that's late. And so today I slept in a little bit and all day I sort of knew I need to podcast. It's Tuesday. This comes out tomorrow. I need to podcast. It is now 430 and I'm down here and I've had no energy to get dolled up <laughs> so i am day after christmas looking crazy and shitty and ugly it's not it's not a good look for me but i don't care what we are going to talk about finally i feel like i've dragged this on this on long enough is we are going to talk about my resolutions guys i'm so tired um i'm forgetting how to talk so there are random breaks that i feel like i'm having that i don't mean to have i'm just tired i'm also freezing it's very cold down here and when i'm cold i start to malfunction okay my 2024 resolutions now before i even get into this i have a little mantra that I like to live by. I can, I will, I am. I can do it. I will do it. I am doing it. I can do it. I will do it. I am going to do it. Whatever it is. Uh, if I say I want to go to the mall, I can go to the mall. I will go to the mall. I'm going to the mall. I want to build a house i can build a house i will build a house i am going to build a house if it's something that i can't do right now i say i am going to do it but if it is something that i can do right now i am going to do it right now so i i will get this tattooed on me one day i'm just still on a tattoo break which is really tough because i want more I'm 10, 10 for now, 10 for now. Okay, 2024 resolutions number one. Uh, uh, hold on. I don't want too many goals and resolutions because the more you have, the more stressful it is. Now, I think I'm repeating what I said in, in the first portion, so I'll just say that. Guys, what I recorded, the first 30 minutes that I recorded that you guys just listened to was a few days ago. I don't remember what I've said and what I haven't said, which is a bit of a problem, but we're going to ignore it. Okay, finally, number one, do stand-up comedy classes and try at least one live show. Yeah, I am planning, oh, and I should check today because if they might have uh, Boxing Day sales, but I am planning to take up stand-up comedy classes. Do I think I'm going to be a stand-up comedian? No. Do I think I'm going to succeed? No. Do I think I'm going to fail? Absolutely not. Like, I think I'm going to go in. I'm going to be good, but I'm not going to be great. Like, I'm just going to be average. Like, oh, yeah, she can say a joke, but she's not a stand-up comedian. And then when I do a live show, 
I don't think I'll be... I think that will be the most nervous that I might ever be in my entire life. And I feel like if I can get through that, then I can truly get through anything. Like if I can write jokes, memorize the jokes, first of all, write good jokes, laughable jokes, memorize the jokes, perform the jokes, and in turn have laughs be laughed, then I've done something. But why I really want to do it is because the world of comedy is so far away from my personality. Like drama, I've got. Horror, I've got. And comedy, like I'm not a not funny person. It's just I don't get comedy like I get horror like when I'm watching a horror movie I know everything that's happening I um I can write it no problem like there is just I understand it on a deep 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 level I don't have that with comedy and I'm not a hundred percent trying to get like that because I think if you understand it too much then you lose the comedy but if you don't understand it at all then you can't find it. And I want to be in that middle. I want to I want to be able to write comedy, be funny, but then not too seriously where I've taken the joke out of it. So that's my resolution number 1. I've also catered these resolutions to be more realistic within a t- this year time frame. I know I have lots of resolutions in the past that are like, I want to be in a TV show, which right now in my life is way more obtainable than it was when I was writing those goals years ago. And it's like at that point, well, girl, you didn't even have an agent. You didn't even have classes. You weren't even you didn't even have a a resume or headshot. So how are you going to get a TV show without any of that? But I'm at a point now where if I say book a TV show. I can do everything in my power to book a TV show. I just have to hope that the casting directors and directors and producers and everyone involved in the casting process are on the same journey as me. Okay, number two, save money. Do not spend it. Save at least 20% of every paycheck and don't spend what you didn't put away. Yeah. Aren't we all trying to save some more money every year? Jeez. I didn't do a terrible job this year of saving money. I saved more money this year than like I ever have. But then if we check my checkings account, you're like, really? You saved money? But then you check my my savings and you're like, okay, you're on the right track a little bit. It's just I need to save more and I need to not spend as much. And next year for Christmas, budget needs to be lesser. And I did a good job also this year of staying on budget. Last year I was crazy with it because I had more money. This year I had less. So my budgets were less and I I did stay on it, but next year they should be even more less with with specific, like, you know, y'all know what I mean, just less. But also save 20% of every paycheck at least is a good habit for me to get into. I know it's like save 20, the 20, 30, 50 rule. That's like 20 goes into savings, 30 goes into necessary spending and then 50 can go into wants and stuff so technically for me right now it's 80 in wants and needs and then 20 in saving so I should actually bump that up to a little bit more of a like 35 saving and then the rest try to save but it's okay if you spend a little bit 
Yeah. Look, I would like to go to L.A. or just California in general for a trip within the next two years. Just as like a personal thing to do if it's by myself or if it's with a friend or two. I don't care. But I would really like to do that and sort of experience it in a different way. Not so much experiencing it in terms of a tourist on a vacation, but scouting where I would live. What work could be around me? What, um, you know, friend situation after party. What What's it called? The afterlife? No, not an afterlife. After dark? I don't know. Late night going out things like that meeting new people potential friends this and that like I would go out sort of go to LA sort of with that in mind versus going for a vacation okay so that was save money because I want to be able to financially have lots of independence be able to travel be able to, you know, buy whatever I might need for work if it's new headshots one year or if it's um, travel or blah, 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 you know, my own equipment or, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting into the future list here. Okay, number three, I want to write more scripts and finish my pilot episode. Yes. So as we know, I recently, well, I'm still writing it, my short film called Bite Me. It is in the works. I love writing. I love editing. I love when you have a body of work that you know is good and that you can visualize and um, you get excited about. It's really, there's nothing better than that. So I want to continue writing short films and maybe even feature films. Um, But I'm also, aside from like the movie sort of world that, you know, is a one-off, I'm also very slowly writing a TV show, (laughs) like 30 pages into the pilot, and I've been writing it all year. (laughs) So it's taking a long time because the thing is, when you're writing a short film or a movie, you sort of see the whole picture in your mind and you're able to write it. You're able to write from the beginning of the story to the end of the story and everything is in the middle. When you're writing a pilot, you need to have the beginning in mind or sorry, the end in mind. You need to know how you want to finish the season, how you want everything in the whole season sort of to go down and then you go back and you write episode one and you need to have you need to build all the relationships you need to explain who everyone is what the dynamics are what you know the problems are right now but also maybe hint what needs to come or what will come um It's difficult. You can't write a pilot without knowing the structure of the rest of the season, even into the next seasons. So, yes, it's taking a long time. I'm also very much so thinking about the main characters, but all the characters, and what their personalities are like. The other thing is, It's not a completely made-up show. I am writing it a lot based on my own life. I mean, the main character essentially is me, but it is still made up, if that makes sense. So there is a lot of character building, development, plot structure, everything that goes into writing a pilot that makes it harder and makes it a longer process But I'm also not working on it 24-7. I'm really working on it rarely. But when I do, it's good work. So it's a slow grind. So I just want to finish the pilot at least within 2024. 
if I finish episode two, amazing. Um, yeah, it's just, it's really nice to write something that can be made into something else. And when you know you have something good, it feels even better. Okay, the next resolution is try new acting courses with Hewat or find free ones online. So Hewat and I were on FaceTime when I was writing these. And, you know, we were talking about resolutions, but then we also kept coming up with excuses on why not to do the resolution. And I was like, fuck, like, we need to have two lists. The resolutions we want, but also the resolutions that are the cheaper version of what we want. And so I was like, okay, so we want to take acting classes, courses, do it all. That shit's expensive. For like 10 weeks, it's like 600 bucks, just generally. So I'm like, okay, there are cheaper online options even some free courses so if we can't do the in-person expensive ones we can't fall on on this resolution and be like well we tried can't do it can't afford it we need to have the other option the cheaper version of how we can still achieve and work on that resolution if it's save money well the money we're saving maybe that then can be towards this then we can do the courses because we've saved the money for it so it's just I know with resolutions and whatnot there is a lot of I'm gonna write this but I don't know if it's gonna happen which is what happens a lot of the time so this year I'm like okay Everything I write down, I want to make sure that it is on purpose and can actually be done. We just need to commit and put in the work, put in the time, and get it done. So that is why we have the two options. We can, we can if we can, afford an actual in-person class. If not, we have to outsource and see what else is out there for a more affordable cost. The next one. Try learning one new skill at free classes once a month with Hewat. Now, Hewat and I, the great thing about us is that we are both fighting for the same things. We both want the same things in life. But what makes, like, what just puts the cherry on top is, first of all, we're not competitive with each, o- with each other, which is really lovely. We only uplift and support each other. But even if we did want to be competitive with each other, we literally couldn't because we don't audition for the same things. We don't even really fit in the same age group. She gets more of the older auditions and I get more of like the young high school girl and she's maybe like college girl so we don't even get remotely not to mention we look completely different like there is no competitive nature because we are not fighting for the same thing at all ever but if she books something that I audition for I'd be so happy because I'd be like well at least it goes to someone who I know deserves it over me or equally as much as me because when you don't know who it is and then you're watching it you're like what the fuck I could have done that so yes Hewat and I have lots of the same resolutions and things that we want to do together um, to better our careers like trying a new skill every month now it could be as much as as possible. We can go more than once a month. I think going once a month is a good start. Is a difficult start. But I'm like, 12 new skills. Cool. So there are Groupons and um, sales or just like 
free. They're, you know, there's a free night of this or a free month of this or we just opened, come here and try this. So what the goal is, is to find those free one class, two class, whatever, of different skills. If it is Taekwondo, karate, painting, kickboxing, uh, archery, horseback riding, like whatever random ass skill, if they are hosting or have a coupon or anything that is for a free night or free class or whatever, Hiwatanai's goal is to attend once a month to a new skill. Why? Because one thing about actors is we are chameleons. We have to sort of be able to learn and adapt quickly. And because movies and TV shows look for specific talents all the time, someone who can do archery or does know how to horseback ride, if we do these classes, even if it's once, you learn enough, hopefully, to be able to put it in the skills category of your resume because you've tried it at least once. And if you don't feel comfortable enough to put it on your resume, at least you can still say that you've tried it. And if they need someone to do horseback riding and I've tried it, I can be like, yeah, I took a class. Um... And I'm prepared. I just would maybe one more class or two more classes would be helpful. Whatever. But it's important for us to try new things personally as well. You never know. You might fall in love with the most random shit. And so 12 skills in 12 months for zero dollars sounds doable to me sounds doable to Hiwa. Okay, the next one is make movies and submit them to film festivals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's self-explanatory. Write, direct, create. My partner, who I keep talking about Hiwa, my partner in business, also writes and we know, oh my God, first of all, I know I keep bringing Hiwata up and she's come on the podcast all the time, but here's the thing. And we've talked about this too, is like, we could be going through this industry right now, trying to get our start completely alone, completely. But thank fuck we have each other because we can hold each other's hands and go through it together. We can be each other's punching bag, or there to console each other. If we didn't have each other, it would be very difficult emotionally to go through everything. Even just in terms of like auditioning, we talked about like that would be way harder to do alone because we would have to find different people to help us with auditions. Whereas we say, hey, got an audition, can you help? And we help. And we know how to help each other to the best of our abilities where when we submit our audition, we feel proud of it because two actors created this audition and we know when something is bad or unnatural. And if it is, we tell each other. So yes, Hiwat is involved in a lot of these resolutions because a lot of them come down to career and she is just a part of it so don't get bored of me talking about her yes so I want to write with Hiwat Hiwat I love writing with her we've collaborated well we collaborate all the time with everything like with this short film I wrote it bite me but she's been helping me edit it and make notes and there's a lot of her in it. And we've written a project before that was just hilarious. And so I want to write with her more. 
And our goal is to actually start making short films and then submitting them into, into film festivals because that is how we can have some sort of control of our own career. There is little control we can have currently at the point in our career we're at. It's hard to have any control. But this we can control. We can write and make short films, submit them to film festivals, maybe win some money, maybe win some awards, maybe, you know, it be liked so much that it wants to be made into a feature film. Maybe. Those are opportunities that can come when you make your own projects. And it's fun. Oops, I dropped my phone. I drop my phone at least once every episode, in case you guys haven't noticed. The next resolution is kind of a gag one, but also would be nice. I want to find my hidden talent. I don't know about you, but for me, when celebrities always talk about like, this is my hidden talent. I'm like, how, how did you discover that? Where did you find it? Because I... Mine's lost. I cannot find my hidden talent. We've been playing hide and seek for my whole life. It took me long enough to find just one talent. I'm I'm trying to find another one here. What the fuck? So I want to find it. And maybe I will find it in exploring 12 different skills. Maybe it will come from that. But it's mainly just... So when people say like, hey, what's your hidden talent? I'll have a, a response and an answer. i like, that's it. I just want something to say. Because right now it is either speed walking or reading people. And those don't count really. Okay, the next one, the last, oh no, the second to last one. Go to therapy. Start the progress process of being in tune with my emotions first this personally is really important I mean we all need therapy we all have things we need to work through we all have things that we you know need professionals to like help guide us through yada 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 so I want that just simply because I'm a human with emotions that I would like someone to work with with me but starting the process of being in tune with my emotions guys not only can't I find my hidden talent but most of the time I can't find my emotions either it is actually something that makes my mom very mad she's always like might you have no emotions hmm? so they're so like they're in there somewhere somewhere they're in there doing something but for the most part um like and and in my life I'm content if I wasn't an actor I'd be content with where my feelings have been hiding be like great stay there you can want to come up once a year come up once a year But for the most part, stay down there and have a good time. For Alexia, for me, that's what I like. But I need to also learn to be in tune with them because I'm an actress. And as an actress, you play with emotion. And the best actors, in my opinion, are the ones who know how to get there. Who know how to find an emotion and just feel it. You can feel their emotions through the, through the screen. If you can't even feel my emotions when you're standing right next to me, if I can't even feel my emotions, how the fuck is someone through the screen going to feel them? That is why the biggest reason why I need therapy is for my craft. It always comes down to my craft. I mean, I, I, I do want them for myself as well. Don't get me wrong. But it would be nice to just be like, oh, I need to feel sad now. And cry. 
Okay, the last resolution here is to have more fun and let loose. With specific people, I'm able to do this with no problems. But then with other people, I struggle. But then also, there are people that I would love to be friends with. And I'm like, you're just so funny and you're just so go with the flow and so loosey-goosey and chill and funny and just like everything I would love to be. So like, let me do that too. So personally, I want to work on just having more fun. And what I mean by that is like, I made it broad because I don't mean one specific thing. Like there's fun could be more paint nights, more going out, more meeting new people, more um, working. Like fun could be so many different things. And I just want more of it in general. So those are my resolutions for 2024. They're not too difficult. They're not too life-changing. But if you do have such a huge, drastic resolution, you also have to realize it's for that year. It's only for 12 months. These I can get done in 12 months. And like saying, I want to start my journey with getting in tune with my my emotions because I'm aware that that's probably going to take a long time. A year might not be enough. So I want to begin that process. I want to start that. So just you just you can have a big resolution, but just word it properly. Maybe it's the first step towards that thing. I don't know. But I also have things that I hopes that I have for 2024 in case, you know, I didn't want to make it a resolution because it might be too big of a thing. And I don't want to have too many resolutions. So these are hopes that I have for 2024, things that I still will be actively working towards. But... If they don't happen or the way that I want them to, I'll be okay because it was just a hope. Hope number one, I hope to book at least five projects. Yes. Now, it's a hope because I can't say for a resolution I am going to book five res- uh, projects because, again, that is just so out of my hands that I, I can't say that for certain. But I can hope to have at least five. If it's ten, fuck, I've had a fantastic year. If it's one, that's okay. At least I booked something. What I refuse to do is book nothing. That's what 2023 was. Yes, the strike, the fucking strike. But I cannot do that again. So at least five would be lovely. I hope to save at least $15,000 of earned money. The difference between money in general and earned money for me is $15,000 of hard-earned money I want to save versus birthday money, Christmas money, you know, any maybe government money that might come in, like whatever. $15,000 alone of earned money I want to, to have saved by December. I know that that's a lot of money considering I didn't did. I'm nowhere near that right now. But if I do calculations and with the hopes of booking more work this year, because I will book more work this year, $15,000 is doable of earned money. Now, the rest I also want to be able to save. But that's on top of the 15 grand I'm trying to save anyways. And what I like to do, because I'm a big person who believes in the law of attraction, I will write myself a check. I wrote myself a check last year. 
I'm going to write myself a check this year. It's obviously a fake check, but I, it will be under my agency name and it will be with the amount of money that I want. And so I am manifesting that because I get checks when I get paid from my agency. And so I'm just going to create a fake one that obviously cannot be used because it is fake, but with the amount that I want so I can look at it and manifest it every day. I also will be creating a new vision board so I can start the year fresh with a new vision board with new with these resolutions and hopes around it so I, I can have that to look at and manifest and affirm what I want and what I'm working towards. These visual reminders are important because we get so busy with everyday life, we get so distracted that we forget what we really want. So if you are in the, in, in the midst of your busy day, but you turn around and, oh, there's your vision board, and it's just like, oh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm working towards. It's a little reminder to keep pushing that you're on the right track and that this is what you want and don't forget. Okay, my next hope is I hope to make new slash meaningful relationships with people. Yeah, that's self-explanatory. We as humans thrive around like-minded humans that we like. So it's important for me to continue to build new and meaningful relationships, whether that's a friendship or, you know, a partner or um, work friends or whatever. Like, I don't care. Just new and meaningful. And then the last one, I hope to be closer to what happiness looks like to me. Yes. And how I will do that is by sticking with these resolutions, is by focusing on what actually is happiness to me and, and doing something small every day. Now, the thing about resolutions is every year we write them. And every year we say we're going to be accountable. This is the year I'm going to do it. This is the year I'm going to actually do what I wanted to do. And most likely we don't do it. Well, this year, 2024, feels different. I don't know if it feels different for you guys. It feels important it feels big it, it like there it feels like i have a connection with 2024 that something big is gonna happen something good something powerful for my career for he career for the people around me every everything not everything that we want is gonna happen but i can feel that first steps are going to be made and at some point in your life a first step has to be made to get the thing you want and that is what 2024 is about it's about the first steps and i did a tiktok today and it said my love life is is not going nowhere it's my love life it's not doing well but you know what is going to do well your career Yes, my love light is in the shitter, apparently. Oh, well, I don't care. My career, amazing. It's going to do amazing. I'm going to travel. It said I'm going to travel more than my career is going to do well, which means that my career is going to do so well that I can afford to travel more than I worked. And then it said I'm going to work out. Now, I don't believe that one. If it happens, fantastic. Like it says, I'm going to work out quite a lot. So maybe I'm going to book something where I have to work out. Because otherwise, I don't really see why I would work out that much. Um, and then it said something else. I can't remember. Let me check. Okay, yes. So then I'm going to make a lot of money. Not as much money as traveling. So maybe I traveled a little too much. But I'm going to make a lot of money and I'm going to have a lot of fun, lots of celebrations, lots of good times. And yeah, the workout. So if you're watching, there's a little scale here. Let me. There's a little scale that shows you 
and I'm going to live by this. I claim it. So what if my love life only does a little bit okay? Which probably means that not good at all or the same. Okay, I don't mind. As long as my career does well, I'm making lots of money and I'm celebrating, I'm happy, I'm having a good time, I'm having fun. That's all that matters. And so that's what 2024 has in store for me. 2023 has been a year of uselessness, which I think I said at the beginning. Not much has happened, but that's okay. Because you need, if if 20, if this year was bad for you, next year is going to be good. Because there is no other option. And if this year was the best for you, then keep that good energy and bring it to next year for you. But I know 2024 for me, it's going to be good. It's going to be big. It's going to be good. It's a good year. I can feel it. I'll be 21. I'll be able to drink everywhere in the world. And I'll be happy. Doing the things I love with the people I love. So thank you, everyone. I hope you enjoy the new year. I hope you had a fantastic Christmas and holiday break. 2024 will be big things for all of us. Accept it, claim it, manifest it, affirm it. I can, I will, I am. And with that, I'm going to go eat dinner. Bye. (laughs) 